Here at Gays Talking Straight, we care about your overall health and well-being. We are not medical experts or healthcare professionals. Nothing we say should be construed as medical advice. If you have questions or concerns about your health or well-being, please contact your healthcare provider. Welcome to Gays Talking Straight. I'm your host, Richard Lamberty. I'm here with Lynn Wheeler, and we're talking a little bit about where does this shame come from in the gay community? One of the things that happened about how actually Gays Talking Straight came into existence is that over the last 10 or 12 years, I've spent a lot of time talking with young gay men, and the same themes would come up over and over again. One of the biggest things for me was helping them realize, you know, we basically grow up in this world where being gay is other. That as from a place in your childhood, you know you don't quite belong. And we're looking for that moment in time when we can become a part of our community, our world, where yeah. people will be like us and they'll understand us. And unfortunately, what I see far too often in the gay male world is when you're 18 or 20 or 22 and you encounter gay society for the first time, that we're just mean to each other. That the price of belonging to the gay community is very often for these young men, it feels like they have to surrender their values. Because most mm -hmm. of them talk to me about wanting some really basic human things, about meeting someone, getting to know them, falling in love, building a life with that person. And yet they get into the gay male world and what they hear about is open relationships or hooking up or you think that guy is hot, take this shot, go over there and hook up with him tonight. You'll love it. And we get, before we even get a chance to build those values into working things in our lives, they've already been crushed. And I end up with 23, 24-year-old guys who are completely cynical and resigned about love and relationships. What, what can we do to shift this conversation? Well, I think the culture is very different for men and for women. But I have uh, one of these guys that I see, and he's so, so cute. Um, <laughs> if I were gay, I'd think he would just be so cute. And he's so nice. And he comes, he's in his 20s, and he has told me repeatedly what he wants. He wants to fall in love, stay in love, be with one person, and love that person for his whole life. And he uh, doesn't want to have to go out on a date. He doesn't want to have to have sex the first time or even the second time. He said he wants to go out on a date and just go out, have some coffee, have dinner. And what he finds is when he does this, sometimes guys get mad because they're automatically presuming that more is going to happen. And he says, it's not that I don't want to have more. I do, but I want it to be with a special person. And I don't want to fog up my head with just sex right off the bat because it changes everything. You know, I, I have this conversation, I swear, I have this conversation at least once a week with a new young man that they feel like they can't say no or they're going to be rejected immediately or there's so much pressure from the guy that they're with or their friends even 
to hook up right away, get the sex out of the way, find out if that's going to work or it doesn't matter. That just finding out who the person is isn't their starting place. It's, it's, I, it just is so difficult to listen to these young men talk about it. And as a result, very often they don't seem to really understand what dating itself is, how you go out with somebody with just the expectation that you're going to talk to each other and get to know each other a little bit. Well, we know there's more than one person out there because you're talking to different men, young men that feel this way. I have people in my practice that feel this way. Um, I know that um, my guy, I said his name, my guy, he... Um, he doesn't settle, and he has determined that um, he is not going to just give in. And so he's been dating somebody now for a couple of months, and he said they have started out so slow, and it's been so nice. And at first, there was pressure put on him, but uh, and his words were, but I'm so charming, he just couldn't, you know... Uh, uh, let me go, even though I was like, no, I'm not going to do anything, you know, right off the bat. And now they've dated and he still, they still haven't had sex. And he, um, says, I'm getting closer, but they've, I mean, they have really followed, um, I don't even know who, you know, has this ritual pattern so much anymore, but he's, holding off. And, you know, we say, if you know, if you settle, you get exactly what you settle for. And so sometimes if people uh, feel a certain way, there's probably other people that feel the same way. That's where it's important to have other people that share your values, or you can, um, I don't know, start your own meetup group, you know? <laughs> well, that's, I say this also, I, you know, you're these guys, they're talking to me. And I say to them, I, I have this conversation all the time. There's lots of you out there Maybe one of the things that needs to happen is these young men need to speak up so that they can be heard. Mm -hmm. Because when they walk into that community and they start saying, no, wait, I want this path, other people are going to hear them because there's plenty of people out there that want this same thing. The opportunity to actually create meaningful relatedness that leads to intimacy and mm -hmm. sex and building a life together. Maybe people would call this old-fashioned. I just think it's sensible. People spend more time looking for a job, and they do it in a more organized and mm, practical way than they do looking for the person that they're supposed to spend their life with. How about that we help them create a process where they can gradually get to know and gradually build that foundation of shared values and intimacy that gives them enough so that they can build those relationships that last and work mm -hmm. instead of just surviving for a couple of months and then, oh, suddenly find out that this isn't the person you thought they were. We can build relationships that mm -hmm. thrive. And also, if you want to be in a closed relationship and a relationship that practices monogamy, then find that person and don't settle or don't think, okay, I've got to do this or this won't work. Well, you know, in, in 10 years that I've been talking to these young gay men, 
Not a single one of them has ever come to me and said, you know, what I'm looking for is to go out into the world and have sex with as many guys as possible mm -hmm. and then have somebody that I call my boyfriend, but we never have sex with each other. But boy, we can sure enjoy having sex with the rest of the world. Right. Every single one of these young men has expressed that what they want is build that relationship mm -hmm. with one person. And yet pretty much everybody around them they don't get support for that. And many of them feel ashamed to say it out loud. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's because of male culture for the most part and I, how boys are raised. I, I agree that there's something going on here. And I, and I think it's in the gay community. It's whatever it is in the straight community on steroids. You've got two men and, and too often nobody putting on the brakes, nobody wanting to take the time, plus that social pressure of we live in this sure. hookup culture and, and where, do, where do young gay men find examples of couples who are truly monogamous mm -hmm. and doing well, living a life that they love inside of that relationship? It's hard to find those couples. And I think if we could, again, just have more people speak up about it, that it would provide those examples. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we can do better. I think that there's probably a lot more that we can say about any of this, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have to find a time to so, do so. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, and uh, I've enjoyed it Likewise. so much. Likewise. I'm sure that we will have you back soon. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Gays Talking Straight. Special thanks to our guest, Lynn Wheeler. You can find our videos at www.youtube.com slash gaystalkingstraight. That's S-T-R number 8. Gays Talking Straight is recorded at Timaqua in Orlando, Florida. www.timacua.com. Timaqua, where they've been making art since 2000. Our executive producer is Judy Wallace, directed by Raphael Pignon. Video and audio by Benoit Glazer, who also wrote and performed our theme music. Our social media manager is Nathaniel Butler. Sabah O is our researcher and floor manager. I'm your host, Richard Lamberti. Thank you for being a part of Gays Talking Straight.